Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the July 16th edition. Today, I want to talk about a sustainable guide to a healthy weight loss diet plan without compromising your cultural eating habits. No starving, no detox, healthy results. Last week, I spoke about the importance of fat loss versus weight loss. So, you know what your basal metabolic rate is? You know what your total daily energy expenditure is? Just to remind you, what your body needs to, well, run itself, right? Body needs energy and calorie is a unit of energy. So if you are at rest all day, it still needs some energy. That's your basal metabolic rate. Since you're not, well, in bed 24 hours, you now you're walking around doing regular stuff, and then maybe even doing some, um, going to the gym um, or whatever, we add up these extra things and that becomes your total daily energy expenditure. Similar to talking about kilometers per liter and mileage and all that. Just these are all units we made up. Like why is a calorie is a unit we've made up? The body needs a certain amount of calories. So I'm gonna uh, stick to the previous week's example. The BMR is fifteen hundred, the TDEE is two thousand one hundred. So theoretically, anything under two thousand one hundred will lead to weight loss. But if that number is too much under, that sends the wrong signals to your body. So let's understand what a sustainable diet plan is. Well, it means starting off by finding the right number. The complexity is it is not only about the number, that is the quantity, but about the quality of ingredients. Also, please remember, calories and these numbers are a useful framework. They are very approximate and they're not really sustainable for life. I'm not a fan. So they are a tool in the toolbox. And today we are continuing to use that tool just to frame things around. So back to topic, there have been diets like the Twinkie diet and the potato diet, which have tried to prove that as long as you maintain a calorie deficit, you will see weight loss. That's absolutely true. But once again, sorry, let me clarify. What does the Twinkie diet mean? Well, you're eating Twinkies all day. Potato diet, well, same thing. All you're eating is potatoes, nothing else. But once again, we want healthy fat loss achieved sustainably. Okay? So using my numbers from last week, I will aim to eat very approximately, and again, for the purposes of this discussion, I will eat 2,000 calories. 
as opposed to the 2350, which is my TDEE, this means I will lose one kilo every 20 days. 20 into 350 equal to 7,700, which is the equivalent of one kilo. So what the Twinkie diet and the potato diet and all diets tell you is, if you can eat 2,000 calories, you will achieve weight loss. That's absolutely true. Which means if you ate 2,000 calories daily of pizza and donuts for the next 100 days, you will technically see 5 kilos of weight loss. The math says that's true. But you intuitively know that's a fucked up way to go about things, right? Uh, if not, yes, it is a fucked up way to go about things. Pizza and donuts for the next 100 days. But because we are seeing only one variable of measurement, your weighing scale, we sometimes get distracted by, oh, I can do it this way. What about your cholesterol? What about your blood sugar? What about feeling hungry for a large portion of the day? What about your insulin response? Because you're doing, um, uh, you're pushing tons of sugar via cheap carbs and sugars into your body, which needs to clear it. Cannot turn a blind eye to that. That's what the math misses. That's what calorie counting misses. That's what these kind of extreme diets miss. Imagine this. If a doctor was given the question paper for their doctoral exam, and they studied only those answers. They didn't really understand it, but they studied it uh, by rote, and they get the marks needed to pass the exam. And uh, voila, they're a doctor. They didn't understand what they studied. They did not understand their field. They studied the question paper. Now they're going to treat you. Does that make you feel secure? In the same way, the point is not to pass the exam by hook or crook to underread by, you know, those 350 calories, but to do it in a healthy, sustainable way. The benefits of following a healthy diet are that you will lose more fat than just the arbitrary weight number. You will improve your health markers. Potentially, your cholesterol will improve, your triglycerides will go down, your blood glucose and insulin numbers, and a whole host of things that are out of scope. But your health improves. You will feel more energetic. You will feel less fatigue, less brain fog because you are improving your body from the inside out. And that's the transformation we all crave. A true one that encompasses all of us. The mind and the body are not separate. Again, you know this intuitively. You know that when you eat junk food, your brain is not that great. When you are sleep deprived, your brain is not at 100%. And if you believe otherwise, um, whatever is the nicer way to say you're an idiot, well, plug that in, okay? And that's not me being an ass. That's science saying you're an ass. So what are the important factors in diet for weight loss? 
Well, there are some fundamentals. First, high quality food. Second, a macronutrient ratio that suits you and your needs. Carbs, protein, and fats, those are the macronutrients. The Indian diet, whichever part of India you are in, is generally higher in carbohydrates because rice or wheat in some form forms the staple of our meals. We need to tweak this ratio a little bit to be more balanced. But at the same time, needs to suit you and your needs. Third, minimal junk food. See, the presence of junk food is to sprinkle our life with fun. Like eating cake on a birthday, it's fun. Chilling and drinking beer with your buddies, absolutely. This goes beyond nutrition, right? It is important for our relationships and life. Another fundamental factor is we need to do this for a long time. Which means this is your lifestyle. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean salads every day. You're eating a salad because you enjoy the salad. You enjoy how it feels. And not as a means to an end. I'm going to eat 100 days of salad for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's not, it's not the right way to approach it. Another fundamental factor you need to eat the foods you generally eat. This means you maintain your cultural orientation coupled with where you are geographically. And of course, your taste buds, they matter. The intersection of these three, that's your diet. It also means you need to maintain a calorie deficit. There's no way around it. Every diet that works achieves a calorie deficit in some form of the other. My stance is that you should only achieve it in a healthy fashion. This means not starving. So let's bring this home with an example of an effective Indian diet plan to lose weight. Again, it's just an example. First, we will use intermittent fasting. Now, I'm not going to deep dive into this, but I do want to make two points about intermittent fasting or IF. One, the larger goal of IF is to promote something called autophagy. Second, most of us use IF to achieve a calorie deficit. That's absolutely fine. And in fact, in this diet, I'm using it primarily to achieve a calorie deficit and not to promote autophagy. Second, we will use a vegetarian diet simply because I am the example and I am currently vegetarian. And I also know that it's much easier to add meat into an example diet than to convert an example diet into a vegetarian diet. Again, just my opinion. So again, reminding you of the numbers, my TDEE or the total daily energy expenditure is 2,350. I want to achieve a healthy deficit of 350, which means 2350 minus 350 equal to 2000. So we will employ a 14-hour fasting window and a 10-hour feeding window as the IF protocol. 
Now, this isn't better or worse than others. It's just one protocol. If you're new to fasting, something like this is, well, achievable. Remember, the easiest way to fast is to ensure your sleep covers the majority of your fasting window. In my universe, you'll be spending eight hours in bed because that's a core part of your long-term sustainable health. You cannot achieve fat loss without sleeping well. So, just to give you an idea, at 10.30 p.m., you're in bed. Plus eight hours, 6.30 a.m., you wake up. Between 6.30 and 7.30, well, just hot water. Why? Well, you need to read my article uh, about morning coffee. After 7.30 in the morning, you know, at least an hour has passed, you're going to have some black coffee or green tea or whatever it is. Your breakfast is only at 10.30 in the morning. Between 7.30 in the morning and 10.30 in the morning, well, lots of water. Lunch at 2.30, dinner around 7.30. It is important that the last morsel you consume is by 8.30 p.m. So let's break this down. 8.30 p.m., when you finish your dinner, to 10.30 a.m. when you eat breakfast, that's your fasting window. That's 14 hours. 8.30 in the night to the next morning, 10.30. And 10.30 in the morning to 8.30 in the evening, that's your feeding window, which is 10 hours. Again, just an example, right? You can do it anyway. You can eat breakfast at 6.30 in the morning and you can wrap up your last meal by 4.30. That still works. What matters is the 14-10 split. So what are you eating in this example? High-quality food. Lots of plants. Adequate protein. Good fats. Well, let's make this a bit specific, right? Because it's an example. So breakfast at 10.30. Three to four eggs. A slice of whole grain toast. Some butter do. Butter of the toast. This is going to be about 400 to 500 calories. Lunch is going to be one cup of rice, one cup of cabbage, one cup of mixed vegetables, say capsicum, carrot, green beans mixed together. This is going to be cooked in about one tablespoon of cooking oil, a cup of curd, and a cup of dal. This is a good amount of food. It's going to be 600 to 800 calories. For a snack, a half cup of Greek yogurt, unflavored a handful of blueberries, a sprinkling of pumpkin seeds and almonds. It's going to be 200-300 calories. And for dinner, two to three rotis, one cup of paneer gravy, one cup of vegetable sabzi, one cup of curd. Approximately 600 calories. So putting it together, we're at 2,000. And the macronutrient split, rather balanced. So generally, the Indian diet is 75% carbs, 15% fats, 10% uh, protein. We are moving it to about 40 to 50% carbs and the rest between protein and fat. So we hit our calorie deficit. And the quality of food is high. 
quantity of food is also pretty high. We're getting about three cups of vegetables, one cup of dal, one cup of paneer, two cups of curd, half cup of Greek yogurt, and two cups of rice slash wheat. That's a lot of food. Remember I said there's no starving in this. We've achieved a calorie deficit by just upping the quality of food. In uh, the blog post, I've linked a more thorough example if you'd like to see this. Okay, mine's just an example to explain this post. You can head over to the D9 to see a better thorough example. Now to close this out, you need to understand the importance of flexibility. I mean, you can take the one day diet I just gave you, make seven versions of it, right? Like different uh, vegetables, different dals and all that. And you have something that doesn't really repeat and have one for each day of the week and achieve glorious results. But see, the thing is, most diets fail when they come into contact with reality. What does that mean? Well, it means going out with your family, catching up with your friends, taking a vacation, having a night out, and a hundred other things that make life fun. So be flexible, but not too flexible. If you can do this 85% of the time, you'll be fine. It obviously means it'll take a bit longer than 20 days to lose a kilo. Let's tack on another 10 days, say 30 days. But it means you'll be able to do this for much longer because you're not giving up on all the fun bits in life. Well, maybe moderating them, right? So on paper, this still means you can lose 12 kilos in a year. That's a ridiculous amount while having a 15% window for fun. Remember I said 85% on 15% off. So if your requirements are even more relaxed, say you want to lose only six kilos a year, well, your window for relaxation increases. But the key is long-term. Remember, it is your diet, your taste buds, your life, your cultural background, and you need to sustainably interpret it, find it, live it, and these results, your inside-out transformation is there for the take. Well, that's it from me for today. This is Coach AA signing off. I'll see you later. Have a good one.